Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Guess what, Mitch? You have to do the intro. You do this bit. I've said this bit part too many times. <laughs> that's the that's the intro. That's the intro. Well, yeah. Welcome to the Mitchin. We're in Mitch's kitchen. We're gonna love it, live it. Eat it, share it, cook it. But we're not going to eat it. Wait, we drink it. Wait, who can? Oh, we're in Japan. Hey, Michi, who have we got? Best, best intro. I'm just going to record that and make that the intro for every single episode. Uh, this week at the Mitch and Table, um, I, I know last week I was talking about uh, my recent trip to Paris and made it all about me. We're doing it again. Uh, my name's Levins, by the way. I've got Mike Eggert and Mitch, uh, as always, um, at the Mitch and Table. Um, next week, I'm going to Tokyo. And uh, as always, before we go somewhere, you ask the experts where you should go to eat. Um, and the expert that I had in mind was Kirby Craig, who you may remember from our first ever episode of The Mitchin. Uh, he is the head chef at Ume in Surrey Hills and owner. Um, and uh, I asked him, hey, man, can you give me a couple of recommendations uh, for Tokyo? And he sent me, like, no joke, there's got to be over 100 restaurants on this on this list. Yeah, I did the, <laughs> I did the same thing when I went earlier this year. Yeah, I said, I Kirby sends a... A 700 page novel to you <laughs> and then, so, um, with, I also, with no directions With no directions yeah. No, no kanji, nothing It's, no, just, no it's just names Just, just names You don't know what's what <laughs> and, You have to translate yourself And for a super modern country It's like impossible to find places Oh Google yeah. Maps It's the fucking worst It's the worst It just Japan. takes you to like a building yeah. But there's yeah. Yeah. And you're like Well that's it's fine a sky, It's a sky run On the other side And it's like seven floors up And it's like in like kanji That even like my girlfriend Who's Japanese can't read or because it's like there's like a thousand types of kanji and there's like this kanji that's specific to that chef's family and you're like asking everyone and no one knows and then you finally find it and you're late and they just look at you like you're a jerk and, you're and, and the worst part is that yeah. the Japanese people are so helpful you feel guilty asking yeah. because they will come on a journey yeah. so like <laughs> yeah. we, last time we were there we were like oh look can you help us find this shop and we showed them the kanji and they're like eight people get around and then yeah. we this poor girl literally 25 minutes was walking us around this just yep. one block and we were like just go yeah. just like just please go you're probably busy Convenience but they won't stores. do it until you find yeah they they're, come they're out amazing. of work they've come out of work and walked us through to yeah. the restaurants and stuff and like yeah they're, they're very helpful but yeah Google Maps and just it's just shit because they don't have street names mm. in Japan yeah. Is, is 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 really hard. So you're like, okay, where is it? And people and just use laneways off, laneways off, laneways and little things. So there's just uh, there's no street names. So people just like building. It's usually buildings have names. Yeah. 
So, but Google Maps doesn't really work that well. So you've got to like use landmarks. But then it's like, what if the landmarks have changed? So it's kind of like, oh, it's next to this Seven Eleven, next to this like Moss Burger above that. So yeah, the best luck. the best bet is to like find someone that went there before and ask them. Yeah, like we went to Sushi Ah, uh, yes, because it's really hard to find. Clayton had been like a month before. Ah, so he was like, okay, send me a picture of it. Send me a picture of the laneway. Ah, that's it was good. like, yeah. la, 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 la. And like, we found it straight away. So it was easy for us. But How did Clayton find it? <laughs> he, did, he, he struggled. <laughs> he fucking had, he did the wandering around and he looking. He gets lost going and, to automata. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he really struggled to find it. He was like, bro, you'll never find it. Eh? Like leave like three hours before you're booking <laughs> so you can find it. And, like, and we were like... <laughs> Straight there, yeah, so, mad. Yeah, that's a good idea. Take but photos. That's half the fun of being in Japan too. Just walking yeah, around is. and being in Tokyo, just walking around. And it's one of those few moments where you, where you're really glad that those extremely um, oversharing food blogs exist. Mm. Where they're like, yes. "This is a photo the of thing. the street on the way here. Yeah. Here yeah. are ten different shots of the shop front from every angle imaginable. Exactly. Here's the train station that we caught the train from. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, brilliant. thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> Basically, Simon food favorite should move to Tokyo. <laughs> Give a baby Chino review. Yeah. <laughs> Give a baby Chino review. Review the glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kerb, we could go through this entire list and that would be a fun yeah. episode, but I think it would be even more fun if you kind of recount your recent visits to Japan, why you went there, what you found there, what you yeah. look for when you go back. Um, so, I try to go to Japan as often as possible uh, against my accountant's best wishes. Um, <laughs> he constantly tells me not to take any holidays and then I ask my bookkeeper and my bookkeeper tells me not to make take any holidays and then I just usually just take holidays anyway so I usually go over for research um, I had an unfortunate event this year when I had been to Japan three times within about six months um, I just kind of went through a hard time and was like oh no fuck I'm just going on holidays and then a friend of mine managed to land two reservations at Noma Japan and she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? So I thought I'll just go for like a couple of days and it'll be a really fun experience. But uh, I'd booked my ticket at 6am and I'd slept in uh, because I had a few beers after work and uh, slept in and missed my flight. And then I was like, well, what should I do? And I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just book another ticket. So it ended up being like a $10,000 lunch, <laughs> like quite literally. So uh, almost the same price as Noma would be in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much difference and a shorter commute. <laughs> so um, uh, I haven't been back in a while, but so the last time I went, yeah, it was Noma Japan to go to Tokyo. I try to, when I go to Japan, I don't want to just, and this is recommended, recommendation for anyone else that goes japan has like such a an ingrained food culture that like eating like i said to you is eat rice crackers in asakusa is like you know that's like a really really old town an old city and they used to make rice crackers and they're really famous for it and then you'll eat rice crackers there and it's like for me it's all about having like a really really good reference point uh in my food is like the first time you eat something you know like the first time i ate Ramen was in Japan. The first time I ate uh, tsukumen was in Japan. And I tried not to expose myself to that here just because I wanted the reference point. So I try to eat, and I, I think everyone when they go to Japan should try to eat like everything and not just eat like the trendy places or the, the you know, the, the three-star places. I think you can eat like, like Italian food in Kyoto is like apparently off the chain. It's like, it's like incredible. It's like better than apparently in Italy. Now, I, I haven't eaten 
Italian food there, but that's that's just the level of of, of cuisine and and cooking that goes on there. So if we want to go through the the list, well, I mean, let's start. Uh, are, there, are there any <laughs> places? It would be a seven hour podcast. Yeah, if like fucking a go through the twelve list, hour right? podcast. Are there any places that you go to every single trip without fail? Um. Yeah, I, I really, really like uh, Rugen, Nihonori Rugen, which is in Tokyo, which everybody knows. Is, is really, he's quite... Is that two-star? Yeah, three-star. Three yeah, star. so he's Seji Yamamoto. Uh, he's very popular in the Western world. He does a, did a lot of things at Madrid Fusion, and he's friends with... Uh, I can never pronounce the guy's name from Mugritz. And Donny. Yeah, they're good friends. So he, does, he doesn't say it's Kaiseki because then he says it's Woshoku. But he, he adds like a very modern element. And I went there back in 2008. It was a really inspiring meal. So I like to go back and just kind of gain inspiration from him and see how he's moving on. Um, is that the... That's where the strawberry dessert is? Yeah, that's where the strawberry dessert uh, was born and that got copied quite a lot um, uh, by, by who? By who, guys? Name name who, <laughs> name every single restaurant that's copied this dessert. Go. No, we're not allowed to. Last no. time you edited it out anyway. So. <laughs> and that would be a seven-hour podcast too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ask them, they say they copied it from the guys in Paris, so they're okay with it. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing. I, I mean, we could talk about that. I, don't know. I think we've talked. To, you guys have talked about that before on the podcast. But you know, in Japan, they're not they're not too caught up on on you know like uh, being original and that. It's just all about taking an idea and improving it you know what I mean so taking traditional food and then going okay I'm just going to add this spin on it so there's a lot of things that in Japan from places like Rugen that everyone thinks oh that's his dish you know he came up with that but actually when you trace it it's actually from a guy that has a restaurant that you're not allowed to go to unless you have a regular clientele take you and you're not allowed to take photos and things like that so it's really interesting uh, from that point of view but I always go to Rugen and then I try to go to at least one sushi restaurant I tried to eat sushi in Tokyo because that's where it comes from so it's called Edome Sushi uh, and that's like nigiri sushi and that comes from uh, Tokyo when it used to be called Edo um, and back in the day it was actually like a street stall kind of thing and you could actually pay your, they actually paid their taxes with, with sushi <laughs> back, back in the day yeah how did you find that out? Uh, I read a book about the history of sushi yeah right. well I'm trying to read it it's actually a little bit boring uh, Wik- and Wikipedia. I'm about halfway through yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so eating sushi in Tokyo is really important. I try to like Japan's super, super, super regional, and I don't know if a lot of people understand that. Like, there's dishes that are like certain towns are just famous for, or certain pastries that you know this like city is is famous for. So when I go, when I want to experience a, a certain style of cuisine, like I went to Fukuoka, uh, which is the South Island of Kyushu, uh, the, one of the main cities there, and I went there because I really wanted to eat. Uh, a lot of pork and, and, and ramen ramen like tonkotsu ramen comes from there uh, and things like kakuni which is braised pork so I went to Fukuoka to, to try those things and, and to again uh, you know strengthen that that, that reference point of, of what I wanted where is that geographically? Uh, it's the southmost island of Kyushu so it's probably about Japan's quite small so it's probably about a three or four hour ride on the Shinkansen um, down to Kyushu, uh, but there's a lot of a lot of citrus and a lot of chili and um, a lot of fruits and things down in Kyushu. So the climate's kind of quite similar to Sydney or oh, New South Wales, not Sydney. That's a bit of a stupid reference, <laughs> but um, so um, yeah, that's what I try to do when I go to Japan. Yeah, is just kind of think about things that I want to experience that I maybe have had before and think, okay, that's cool. I want to try that from the original. You, re- you really take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And then I use those ideas and I come back and try to 
you know, I wanted to try like Yuzukosha from fucking Oita, which is where it comes from because we're making our own one. And I thought, well, is my one any good or do I just think it's good, you know? So I went there and tried a whole bunch of different ones and they come in all different colours and it's unpasteurised and that. And it's quite, it's, there's like, I think we went to one shop and there was like 10 different types of Yuzukosha. How did yours uh, hold up? Yeah, it was cool. I, I, I liked it because it was, we use, we tried to use native local citrus so we use finger limes and, and, and like yeah. you know whatever's like in season and things like that so it's, it's got different it's not as spicy I found owls it's nice it's a bit more floral yeah they get a proper heat on them yeah, don't it's, they? Fucking it's fucking spicy as fuck spicy. yeah it's like really it's, it's really yeah. never no one expects it to be but when you get no. fucking pure ones yeah. I've had a couple of the ones yeah. you're talking about yeah the number ones fucking yeah. kills you man and I don't like spicy food so I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh yeah I'll just put a little bit on my like grilled chicken or like yakitori and then you eat it and you're like your mouth's on fire for like Four days, you know, it's and it sucks. Yeah, it's sick. I love it. It's interesting to see the depth that you go to, and obviously because that's your focus. You know, when I go to Tokyo, I'm walking everywhere, and I'm thinking, what can I eat on my way to Undercover? What can I eat on my way to Supreme? What can I eat on my way to? <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I'm trying to balance what I'm eating in between on, what on, I'm on what mi- you're buying. Fashion what I'm Mitch's, yeah. yeah, Mitch's fuckboy tour of Tokyo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah. Levens will be doing the same, but going to the game and the gaming areas and the little toys and yeah. la la la, which is Levens' version of a fuckboy tour <laughs> in Tokyo. So he can give me shit, but he's yeah. going to do his own nerdy shit too. How good are the gaming centers? Eternal Manchild yeah. tour. Yeah. Exactly. So it's in Tokyo is so varied and no matter how long you're there you can never fucking do it, everything you want no it's not I actually get like kind of you know that ki- like kitty kind of anxiety like Christmas when I go yeah. to Tokyo like other cities are you never um, have enough fucking time you don't have enough time and you want to go everywhere and I've, I've, I've actually kind of like double and triple booked myself sometimes like we used to go there and you'd eat like six meals in a day so you'd go from eating like a sukiyaki in a 140 year old restaurant to like a, a, a you know like a, a two star kind of yakitori restaurant and, and then you'd you know, you go to another place and another place and another place and then you just eat yourself sick. And so I try not to do that now. I try to just kind of limit it because you want to get there and you want to do everything at the same time and you don't want to miss out on anything. And um, you just got to get rid of FOMO. It's, yeah. it's like that's so yeah. important. I, I, the yeah. last time I really killed myself was when, well, uh, when I was in the South. You know, uh, in, the, in the states, and after that, I was like, okay, I'm never going to like. I ate it with like even trying to eat at two barbecue places in one day yeah. is, is is overdoing it. it was, but it's going to be really hard for you too because you're taking Archie as well. Yeah, but no, but we, we've you know I've gotten rid of that notion. Like you know, I was in like I said, I was in, uh, in the last episode, I was in Paris for a week, and I only ate at three places I wanted to eat, and I'm okay with that. They were really good meals, and I can I'll go, I'll go back to Paris one day and, and, and do it better. Okay, so with that in mind, Kirby, what's the let's say five five meals that Lev's has to have? Five meals. So I'd, I'd go. You'd want to balance. So I think and having, he's got a baby. Keep baby in mind because yeah. they're not. They're not. That no, they're friendly. not child no. friendly no. at all. I can say that now. Uh, there are places that are child friendly. That's the and that's what I was saying about the scope of, of dining. You can dine out in Japan for like two dollars. <laughs> uh, and I want to make this point to anybody that's a restaurant goer that's listening is uh, when you people compare Japanese food here to Japan and say that somewhere's expensive. At the top end of Japan, the three-star places are the most expensive in the world, quite literally. There's places that are $650 to sit down just for food. Sushi was like $400. That's right. Yeah, I've been to sushi. I went to a sushi place once that was more expensive than my week in a four-star hotel in Tokyo. Like, that's how it's... But then... (laughs) You're like sweating now. (laughs) Um, But on the other end of it, you can go out and eat like... 
you know, yakisoba or something like that for like two bucks. Yeah, I got stung know? in Takayama last time I was in Japan. Uh, one, it was an unbelievable meal, very personal meal. The chef like came and showed photos of him. Um, picking the mushrooms that we ate oh, and like awesome. and fishing and like you know we ate everything and it was very funny yeah. and then we got stung with like yeah I think it's still the most expensive meal we've ever paid yeah. for and we didn't realize that until the bill came like, oh right okay that's okay <laughs> sometimes yeah, you know it's going to be expensive yeah. and you just you just, you just got to go with it yeah fuck it yellow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $10,000 <000. laughs> um, so I would say definitely do one uh, I really like Kaiseki Rori which is their you know traditional cuisine that's really interesting it's really natural so i would choose one of those in tokyo there's a bunch of cool places on this list that you could go to one definitely a sushi restaurant um there's on my list that i gave you there's some places that are three stars some places are two stars one star some places that have no stars one of the places on the list called ichinagi uh that i went to is a no star sushi place which actually was better than some of the two star places i went to uh, a lot of the guys in japan don't believe in guides and michelin and things like that and just tell them to basically fuck off do we do, do the the guides over there factor in? Like you know how how you know to get three hats in in Australia, you have to your service and your and the and the atmosphere has to be almost like more prominent than the food at some yeah, of these joints. Does that factor into the no. stars? Service. I mean, service in Japan will make you it's weep when level. you come back. Yeah. You'll cry <laughs> when you go to order a coffee. You'll be like, oh, this is so rude. <laughs> um, in Japan, yeah, service is, is just incredibly next level. And uh, because it's just the Japanese ethos of taking pride in your job. You know, if you are someone who sweeps the floor in a restaurant or in a train station, then you can do the best fucking floor sweeping you've ever done. And they don't resent their job because that was their choice. Um, so people really embrace don't tip in Tokyo it's really rude uh, in Japan to tip I did the whole tipping thing and got it given back to me and things like that and got yelled at by my girlfriend at the time because uh, you think you're doing them a favour they actually think that you're giving them extra money because they haven't done their job properly oh. yeah so it's and your bill's like seven million dollars as well so <laughs> like you could probably use the extra money um, definitely in Tokyo also eat um, ramen um, there's a few places or Tsukumen 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 ramen is my, my favourite kind of ramen anyway too. Yeah. Uh, last time I went there I was obsessed with a place in Shibuya called it'll come to me you talk about a ramen I'll try yeah. to do this place so i definitely do that um, I'll do what spots what spots for ramen yeah give us some recommendations because uh, yeah. I don't know if you know Kirby but in there your, are in your 4 ramen million list. ramen joints <laughs> <laughs> in Tokyo yeah. and in your ramen list there's 400 yeah um, so places that I really liked uh, for Tsukuman I mean everyone go like everyone really likes Rokanisha. Um I I thought it was good I don't I prefer the thinner noodles for Tsukuman because um, oh, the, the, the place I was thinking of was called Suzuran oh, and they yeah, do their noodles are closer to pasta yeah, a really, really wide, thin. flat, flat oh, noodle, right. yeah, and it cool. was unbelievable. Um, the pork was like really sweet and stewed and good too. Ah, that's good. Um, so there's kind of like a I don't know if it's a trend now, but there's kind of like a lot of um, ramen places that are combining fish and pork. Um, to like a lot of benito, like heaps of katsubushi in their pork stocks, which I fucking really, really like. Um, and so there's a place called Tetsu. Um, they've got a few branches. The one I went to is in I don't know. We we got lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I ended up getting there and it was closed and then we had to go to dinner okay. um, so uh, it's it's in the north a little bit north of Tokyo um, uh, Mutakia was really good that's in um, where is it it's escaping my mind but it's a tonkotsu place it was really good and rivaled some of the places that I had uh, tonkotsu in in Kushu again ramen's really regional as well like my girlfriend's from 
Hokkaido. So when we go to Sapporo, the ramen's really different. So I would maybe try to eat some some shoyu uh, ramen. I'd have to go. I have to actually go through my list. And What's shoyu ramen again? So soy sauce. Soy sauce. Yeah. So it's usually like a clear broth, chicken and beef, uh, chicken and pork. Sorry, and then seasoned with like a, a soy sauce tare or, or salt. So shio salt, shoyu is soy sauce. Tonkotsu is like more like a a really thick pork based one miso is obviously miso uh, and then you've got variations of that and um, so- sukumen for those who don't know is the dipping noodles like yeah you get the hot broth on the side and, and then the, uh, you, the cold noodles and you can actually get the noodles warm if you want um, if you're going to order sukumen and you want more I order warm noodles because I don't want the I don't want to cool down the broth uh, is you just say atakai noodles for anyone that's listening hot Kirby tip yeah um, I would eat some yakiniku if you like meat yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So eat some some really there's some really good yakiniku places. A really good place I went to recently was um, Sumibi Yakiniku Nakahara, uh, and he's he gets his own cows. Like he he like selects his own cows, butchers they butcher them down, then he uses the whole cow in his in his restaurant. Um, another thing I really like doing in Tokyo is eating hamburgers. Yeah, because hamburgers are fucking awesome in Tokyo. Uh, and in Japan, they just are amazing. And their entire blogs dedicated just to burgers in Tokyo yeah. too. Yeah, there are guys that yeah. There's there's magazines like literally you can buy them in convenience stores about just hamburgers in in Japan. And so, the, I mean, the, the average Japanese. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This burger is, it's their version of an American burger, right? But with... It is, yeah, but using just superior quality ingredients because it just goes back to that whole ethos about how they take pride in their job. So the people that farm the... And, and Japan was an agricultural country for a very long time and kind of still very much is. So the, the produce there is just much better. And, and, and the beef, obviously, is fucking awesome. So, um, yeah, American-style hamburgers in Japan are the best I've ever had. So a couple of places that I had really good burgers are the Great Burger and Black Cows. And then I like to eat the Japanese-style 
kind of Moss Burger. Freshness Burger, I don't really rate that much. I went once, it was okay. If it's there and you're hungry, they're really small, so you can smash like one on the way to eating something else. I was expecting you to say a number bigger than one. Just <laughs> <laughs> so small, you can eat one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch my weight. <laughs> uh, also in Tokyo um, is, is pastry. Like cakes is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I, I saw. I, I really can't wait to have a um, a matcha um, croissant. <laughs> yeah, there's like incredible. Like the the pastry is. Uh, I haven't been to Paris, but you obviously just went. So it'd be really great when you come back to see how you rate it yeah. compared to Paris. But a lot of my friends that are pastry chefs that have been over to Japan to to do chocolate work and things like that, like Japan's pastry is rivals the the stuff in Paris. And so like going to the department stores and just walking around and just buying like these little cakes is fucking really, really fun and really cool and just blows your mind that this the amount of detail and technique that goes into them. Which is not something you would expect in Japan if you've never been there, is to eat French patisserie better than or stuff that rivals the stuff in France. Yeah. When the ethos is to do something at the best of your abilities, that's when, you know, that's when you know pastry that's is it. going to, you know, that's the right thing to choose. Yeah, definitely. And uh, there's a lot of cool other shops as well that I would recommend you check out, which is like they have like, everything's really specific in Japan. So it's like, you know, you don't have like a place that does kind of, you do have places that do everything, but you'll have like tofu restaurants that just do tofu. you have a tempura restaurant that just does tempura. Uh, you have pickle shops that just do pickles. Uh, so the cool thing I really love about Japan is just kind of picking maybe an area that's known for food and just walk around and eat like some pickles from this pickle shop and then walk around and eat like mochi from a mochi shop and eat fucking rice crackers from a rice cracker shop and, and just kind of explore Japan that way. Well, that's perfect for me with Archie in this stroller. Just the yeah. the last time I was there in Tokyo, we went to this whole street of like outdoor vendors. I can't remember what it was. It was right near this big temple. This really big religious temple, and it was like yeah, the Yatai stores. I think they're called yeah. yeah. And it was a proper like loose. Everyone was crazy. The food yeah. was sick. It wasn't gets strictly drunk. Japanese food though. Like it had a, yeah. Some of them do like pad thai and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you would fucking love it. So if you, if you can tell them where that place is, yeah, I'll figure out where it is. It's so I kind of know what you're talking good. about. And yeah. the kids can sit out. So it's all outside. Yeah. You basically sit out, and it's like shop after shop with these little almost tents. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just little stalls. That sounds unreal. Yeah. And yeah. the temple's beautiful because it's like this enormous temple. Everyone goes and lights candles and does all the thing and there's actually little markets there and stuff. Oh, I think that's actually Asakusa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds much Where more. Where the rice crackers are and stuff Perfect. like that. Yeah. Um, but, which is like cool. literally around the corner from that temple which is a great tourist like trap is this place and you just get so loose and like you just get really pissed and, and, and the food is sick. I still remember this pork knuckle dish it was off the chain. Oh, smart. It was so yeah. fucking good. And when we ordered it, the, the lady came out, the only one that would like try to speak English to us, yeah. and was like, you won't want this. She's just pointing yeah. to her knuckles and her feet and like trying to <laughs> so do the pig to, symbol with her nose. You want me to punch you because like, you stink? I was yeah, like, bring it on. Yeah. Like, we want this. So <laughs> That's the awesome. food was awesome. You and, and you would have a great time there. Is that a common occurrence? The um, going, oh, the, you know, I'm serving someone white. They don't necessarily want this very oh, Japanese confronting dish. Yeah, or? I can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a few restaurants that actually have uh, foreigner menus, uh, like gaijin menus. I don't want to use the word gaijin. It's quite a racist term. Um, but a lot of places in Japan, like especially the high, more high-end places, they're like, oh, no, the, he's a white guy. He's not going to understand the food. So we're going to give him this like locals menu. Uh, not locals menu, uh, a foreign menu. So I've been back to those places and like requested the locals menu, and it's been very, very, very different. Not saying one's better than the other, but there's just things that are textually... 
um, probably challenging for some people, like super chewy fish or like, I mean, I got served like whale's tongue once well, in, it's, in a restaurant. It's, it's the purity and the, that we're looking for. And yeah. that's what they're yeah. trying to avoid. And, yeah. and like I, we, we got into this debate. It was like very friendly. But I actually, to get the, the real stuff, I went online and found photos of myself like as a chef and proved to them oh, that I was yeah. a chef that from you can Western handle culture. It. And then they were like, no fucking worries. And they brought it on and we were eating all sorts of weird shit. Well, it was so good. I mean, it happens here in Sydney. I've been to a ramen, certain ramen shop in Chinatown and uh, I've been there by myself and gotten ramen. Then I went with a Japanese girl and she ordered and then they were like, oh, is he going to be okay if we do the Japanese version? I was like, what, you guys do a fucking Japanese version? <laughs> like, and I got it and it was just like a bit less seasoned because they just assumed that we just, all we like is salt and soy yeah, sauce wow. and mayonnaise. Yeah, so it's, uh, maybe you could like dress up in like some chef clothes and we could take a photo and then you could like have it as your like wallpaper and be like, I'm a chef. Never. <laughs> I'm sure there's a photo of an, me in an apron at some point in my life. Um, I love, one of my, my favorite experiences when I was last in Tokyo, which is like coming up to like eight years ago now oh right um, six years ago uh, was eating uh, yakitori in Ginza in that um, yeah, the Yaka train station where there's just all of those little spots that do um, just cooking cooking every piece of all the you know every part of the chicken over coals yeah. in the street and you just drink copious amounts of beer yeah, eat, eat a bunch beers. of hard yeah. skewers and, and, and meet oh, Japanese businessmen <laughs> yeah yakitori is like one of my favourite things and in Tokyo they have a, a couple of places that are just take it to that next level which I've put on the list yeah um, and uh, they're kind of counter style almost like a like if you can picture like a sushi counter but they do yakitori and they serve you like one by one yeah uh, and you can eat like things like um, like little whole little baby sparrows and things like that which is apparently really cool which I'm, I'm still trying to find if certain places do it but that's the great thing about Japan is they get this like you have chicken sashimi or rare and they will ask you like are you okay to eat rare chicken you're like yeah fuck yeah, yeah because yeah, the chicken is so fresh you know, it's not been frozen or sat in a fucking truck for, you know, seven days and come to you and, you know, is is, is just sitting in its own piss. Like they they probably killed that morning, you know, or, or or the day before, and then and then brought to the restaurant. So eating like rare or raw chicken is is, is yeah, kind of cool. I, when I had chicken sashimi, I couldn't. Oh, believe, I, it, yeah, because I, 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 I heard you could do it, and I, that was yeah. all I wanted. I'm like, I've got to try yeah. it. And like there was a small amount of like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm about to do this. Yeah, because it's ingrained by your mom, right? Hey, yeah, absolutely. Like, and you know, and, and by those countless like today tonight salmonella scares. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is how it happens. If you leave chicken out of your fridge for one minute, you'll die. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we process and handle chicken so fucking badly in Australia as a mass product, yeah. which they don't do. No. And the yakitori places don't buy that chicken. They buy a one-off, beautiful artisan hand raised birds yeah. charge you a fuckload for it and you pay because the product is is there perfect, and they're not soft which is really yeah. cool which like I, we got some chicken yesterday for the restaurant and we were trying to do a chicken dish and I ate it and I was like it was thigh and I was like this is so fucking soft like yeah. it's just soft and watery whereas there they kind of really embrace that textural difference like chewing on cartilage or the skin or the, the gizzards or something like that it's like that crunch and if you if you keep chewing it then you'll you release some 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 kind of hidden flavors in there which so is really the cool mastication yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I, but i remember eating the sashimi and and, and realizing like it, it, for me that texturally tasted better than any fish like sashimi yeah. i'd ever had it's cool huh yeah yeah, I, I, really I, yeah it was a really really horse. unique yeah, I had horse sashimi yeah, as well. How good horse? Yeah. No, I, 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 I oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's really nice. Shout out really to Melbourne nice. Cove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, well, I mean, what's the, you know, is it worth seeking out the higher end versions of readily available street food? I think, um, yeah, like if, you, if you're into something like, like hamburgers uh, or ramen or something like that, I would, I would definitely like some of the places on, the, on my list that I've given you. And we could probably post this list up on the Facebook page or something oh, like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll whack it up there this yeah. week for sure. Um, is, yeah, the, these are some of the places that I really like and some of my friends that are, are, are super into ramen that have, have lived in Tokyo that gave me uh, their recommendations as well. Um, but like maybe some of the sushi places or the kaiseki places, if, you don't, if you're not into Japanese cuisine and um, you don't want to spend like $500, then it's probably a little bit of a waste mm-hmm. and you could probably try some of the more lower-end places. Um, first, yeah, I think, to, to expose and go, do I really like this or not? Yeah. Um, another restaurant that I loved last time I went there, I'm going to try and go back this time, is uh, I think it's called Budagami. Ah, uh, yeah, the, Budagumi, yeah. Budagumi, yeah. And it's the... Um, uh, See, I thought it was okay. I didn't think... I, there's another place I put on the list called so that's Kats, great. That's Kats, what I want. Katsuzen in another place. is nice. They make their own panko. But I found it quite... Like, it's really good when you eat it and they get amazing pork. But I just found it quite greasy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. when they... I think I, I got one that was like a piece of pork fried and it, the pork itself was like 90% fat yeah. <laughs> so it was and you cut yeah. you put bit through it and like, or like a bubble would pop yeah. in your mouth and that was unreal yeah like, you that's know, really cool so like you know to, to, to describe it sounds pretty foul but it was actually like Putagami and Meizen are like the two most well known there's ones another one called Katsuzen that has a star that yeah, I went right. to, which was really good. It was just, I found I was the same level. I just found Budagumi just a little bit greasy. Like, it was kind of really nice on this side. And then you kind of, like, as you're eating and you've got your soup and your pickles and all that. And then you kind of get through. And then yeah, it's really personal preference. Cause it is personal. John preference. Long loves Maison. Johnny A loves Budagami. You know, yeah. so everyone's like, no, nah, this what, one's your, my favorite. This one's preference? my favorite. Uh, Katsu Zen has been my yeah, best cool. one I've had so far. Oh, I, I mean, fucking love Tonkatsu. Yeah, like, of course you do. I mean, like, it's, it's impossible like, to not love. Yeah, yeah what's yeah. not to like? Yeah. I mean, first time I went to Japan and I was with my. I'd never been to Japan and my girlfriend at the time took me and we went to Kyoto and she's like, we'll go to a tonkatsu restaurant and I was like, you know, 25 or something and I was like, wow, this restaurant's that just do tonkatsu? That's amazing. Can you, can you get decent tonkatsu in Sydney? No, you can't. You can't. It's fucking shit. Um, <laughs> I was really, really hoping. I was like, well, yeah, I don't know. We're going to do it. Actually. Yeah. Next week or the week after. I'm just lazy. Uh, so yeah, we, we were playing around on the weekend at home with it and we played around like I think a year ago I posted something on Instagram about I'm going to do this soon and so I was like oh shit that was a year ago I should probably fucking do that because it um, is fu- it is really fu- and it's so badly interpreted here like we is. do have fairly decent like representations of other Japanese yeah. dishes in, like in Sydney getting better yeah. ramen's getting better but even the yeah. yakitori at, yeah. you know Chaco is pretty good and there's yeah. a few other places yeah, it is. they're really good considering they're using Australian produce but the yeah. And like some of the pork we have is actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, like really decent. So yeah, we're going to try it. Just oh, check. That's so yeah, good. wait that's till the best news. I don't know. I'll say two weeks because and then it'll be like another year. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah. the, the pork they use a bit of gumi at least. Um, oh, the, amazing the, the pigs are massaged, right? Like, like in the yeah, same. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't say like yeah. I, I you didn't check. get out there we and massage a pig check. with them. Yeah, Vitagum uh, is good as well because they have an English menu. Yep. Uh, which a lot of places in Japan don't have. Uh, if you're not sure about anywhere that you go in Japan that looks kind of fancy and you just don't care about how much it's going to cost, just say omakase, and they'll just give you the best. That means the best of what they have, oh, um, cool. which is really cool. But yeah, some places have English menus and some places don't. 
Um, I love the the tonkatsu, um, the uh, tonkatsu. Sorry, the uh, like the how you get like you know you have that really really fatty deep fried bit of pork, but then you also get like a massive mound of perfectly fine yeah uh, cabbage. shaved cabbage. Yeah. And the sauce, what kind of sauce they use again? Uh, it's tonkatsu sauce, but a lot of places make it themselves. We actually made Tonsu, it. Is it? Uh, it's like it's a combination of like vegetables. Uh, it's Worcestershire sauce, but there's a Japanese version called Usta sauce, uh, which they've just taken like Worcestershire sauce and made it their version which is really cool uh, and then it's like um, like tomatoes and tomato paste and we actually made it from scratch one time which was like one of the it was just a fucking nightmare and it took about three weeks to ferment it and shit and it was just horrible <laughs> um, but you can kind of make the, a lot of places make their own and blend their own so they'll add miso into theirs or they'll add like some place put black garlic and, and things like that and they'll, 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 they'll make it to their own personal preference and then of course you got the side dish of pickles too, which the is the side always dish of pickles, nice nookazuku p- pickles, some steamed rice, really nice miso soup, a few sesame seeds scattered over the top. Yeah, it's nice, man. It's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, and it's all like thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, it's minimum wages are very different in Japan. It's about half. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's why it's cheaper. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Wait, 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 was there anything else notable that we should that we should talk about on that list? Um, I think we kind of nailed it. Um, there's a few sober places. I don't really do too much sober. I love sober. sober. Um, but the so best yeah, sober different. I had was in Kyoto. We're not going back to Kyoto this time. That like yeah. 400 year old samurai samurai restaurant. <laughs> yeah. um, there we, and I remember yeah, they, they did like uh, yeah, it was like breakfast sober. Oh, and then, cool. And then they had uh, they also did like like deep fried soba and um, even like soba sushi. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah How yeah, was yeah. that? Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I, love, I mean, I love, I love the taste of buckwheat. So that's a that's a good vibe. That is a good vibe. Um, so how many of these places do you actually think you're going to get to, Levs? Um, I reckon, well, I've got like, I've got 11 days there, so I'm going to say 11. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, it is going to be, I, I think, um, you know, as I said earlier, just going to remove that FOMO and just know I'm going to go back to Tokyo one day. Have you, have you got Brando's spreadsheet as well? No, I mean that's the thing. I've got, yeah, I'll definitely ask for that too. He's he's, he's offered it too. Everyone, that's the beauty of someone like Japan because everywhere goes. Everyone goes to Japan at some point. Everyone has their their master list of the best places to hit up. So and there's so many restaurants that like just it's not everyone goes to the same places. You know, yeah. I mean? So some people go like this area or stay this area and have recommendations from their friends that are, are from there. The only thing with the higher end places is they book out really quickly. So. I, I, I yeah. doubt I'm going to go to any yeah. high-end places because them and two-year-olds don't really don't mix very well. No, yeah. Um, well, the funny thing was, like, you know, given how much there is to do in Tokyo, when I booked flights um, through a travel agent, he was like, really? You want to just spend this whole time in Tokyo? You're not going to get bored? I'm like, I'm pretty sure of all places in the fucking world, Tokyo is the place where you're not going to get bored after what just two weeks. What a sick travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you want to go overseas? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Stay home, it's cheaper. Up, idiot. Yeah. The, we went to uh, Tokyo last time on the back end of a trip, so Pimo had to go overseas, and we were doing the whole classic trying to stretch out a holiday where you have no money. Yeah. And so I, I was looking for accommodation, and I found this place in Shibuya, and it was a three three bed but one room, and we were like, oh, fuck it. You know what I mean? We've got five nights, and we were trying to just save money. It was super cheap. Anyway, we get off the train station, wander around the, sh- like the place trying to find the hotel and it's like fuck this is not going well anyway we wander into like the red light district right? Uh, yeah. and it's just like hookers everywhere I want like they're always all coming up to me because I was traveling with the two girls and like I obviously we wanted help so we were asking the hookers how to find this hotel 
Anyway, they took us through the back streets and led us to the hotel, and it turned out it was a brothel. Right? <laughs> and so it was a four-level building, right? Yeah. And the first three floors were all rooms for hire, and the fourth one was a hotel. Right? <laughs> so the whole place was just full of like dirty, sleazy Japanese businessmen and like yeah. prostitutes, right? But across the road was like a school and like a little like cafe, but. It just made me look like the dirtiest, like because you kept walking creep, in and out I just of kept order. coming in and out of the brothel for <laughs> five God, days. That guy's been in there like six times yeah, and today. And this lady yeah. was just staring at me from the cafe like every day, like I was some fucking devo. <laughs> damn, damn kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but it's fucking cheap. Thirty dollars a night ahead. So, it was worth those glares. Mate, it was ninety dollars Australian to stay in for three people. That is fucking cheap. So yeah, you can say pretty cheap. I would never do it again, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've got an Airbnb in between Shin, uh, Shibuya and the BC station. Which oh, is nice, pretty, good pretty area. Yeah, yeah. Cool, okay. man. Well, um, thanks so much for, for, for the uh, hot hot tips. No worries, man. H HKTs, hot, hot Kirby tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> uh, everyone, it's, hashed, it's a hashtag. It's trending right now. HKT. <laughs> um, could, do you want to give us a little bit of a, a rundown of what's going down at Ume for the rest of the year? You actually have some some good news. Um, we're going to open a Ume burger. Woo! Wow! Woo. This is, um, <laughs> at Barangaroo. Wow, that's nice. huge. Yeah, so uh, you got the scoop. I'm going to get in trouble from Barangaroo, uh, their PR team probably for, yeah, for dropping say, it on you. Are you allowed to say that yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do uh, the bleep. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to happen uh, next year in September. So that's huge. down on the waterfront. Yeah, and you've been running the ne- burger prop next, next year? Yeah, next, next year. Because you've been running the burger pop-ups uh, every uh, one Sunday a month? That's right, yeah. yeah um, we do it like... like which, yeah, <laughs> whenever I feel like it. Whenever I'm like lazy, not lazy It's enough. a lot of work. It is. You think it's like, oh, it's going to be easy. We'll just do a few burgers and then you're like, oh, shit. Because like you do everything, yeah? Yeah, like we do. Scratch, like bread. We no, we get, we get textbook to make the bread. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we make like we mince. The, we were mincing the beef and then making the patties and, and crumbing everything. Um, so we're doing one on the 22nd of November then another one on the 13th yeah big so, and then uh, are you changing yeah. the menu each time not really we've kind of gotten to that point where we're kind of happy with what we're doing and, and then just kind of we might do a couple of specials and things like that I think you're going to do a guest one aren't you? yeah I'm going to try yeah. and do that with you before the end of the year so that'll be fine yeah cool haven't, haven't, haven't cooked burgers professionally in, in a long you while you said you just miss deep frying shit yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I miss the deep frying anything in that kitchen <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, and what about and then you've got the, obviously the katsu coming to uh, to the menu. Soon, yeah, hopefully. so we're gonna do a tonkatsu set soon. So it'll be about about the fifty dollar price point. Uh, but we'll do it lunch like, times. Or? It'll be lunchtime, just a lunchtime thing on a Saturday. Just ten. We'll start off with obviously like ten portions, and then if people actually like it and we sell out, then we'll keep doing more. Uh, so keep your eyes on Instagram for that. And uh, what is that Instagram? Uh, at Curbstar, I think with two R's. And then is, does Ume have one as well? No one knows their Instagram, right? Huh? Uh, Ume it does, but um, don't, uh, I don't cross-promote the burger shop one. So Ume is at Ume Restaurant mm-hmm. uh, for the for our normal, well, regular restaurant kind of updates and, and new dishes and things, which is a bit more uh, high-end. But for, for hamburgers or tonkatsu and things like that, is, is just hit my Instagram. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Sick. Man. Thank Thanks you so, so much, much for coming in today. Um, sure. We've been listening to The Mitchin. Find us at facebook.com slash The Mitchin. Mike Egger can be found at Pimbone. 
Mitch Orr. <laughs> I forgot your name for a second. <laughs> Who's this guy again? Go on fucking holidays already, you cunt. Instagrill. 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 That's a good one. Yeah, Instagrill's a good one. Uh, Instagrill um, on Instagram. I can be found at Levdog, L E V D A W G. Uh, next week, it'll be a, a strange episode because I'm going to be in Tokyo and we'll be actually recording an episode from Tokyo. Oh, really? Um, but uh, hopefully, we're going to get some little updates from, from Mike and Mitch. They're going to send me recording on their phone, possibly from Adelaide, possibly from not. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um, but yeah uh, thanks so much for listening thanks so much for Kurt for coming in alright thanks man see you next week with the Mitchin it's the Mitchin Podcast a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.